2: This week on the show, our pop culture references, we talk about season three of The Mandalorian and fortune cookies. It is June 2023, and you're listening to Lunchbox Reaction. Welcome back, everyone. I'm this week's host, Evan, and joining me today is only my dad, Brian. Hello. Yep, Lena has left us to go to Valley Fair with friends, and also has not seen season three of The Mandalorian, so.
1: Yeah, yeah, she hasn't watched it yet, so we just thought we would do this episode, it'll probably be a short episode. Yeah. Because it's, it's summertime, everyone's busy, we're doing a lot of camping.
2: Even our cat's busy, messing around with our cat's some busy? bags oh. behind me right now. <laughs>
1: Why do we let the cat into the podcast studio?
2: Because he's a good boy.
1: Oh, okay. All right, what's your pop culture news for the week?
2: My pop culture news is that Pixar has released a trailer for a new movie. It's called Elio, I think, or something. Don't know how to pronounce it. Oh, really? From the trailer, it seems to be about this boy who gets confused for Earth's leader by aliens, and then starts to act as Earth leader in alien court.
1: And this is a Pixar
2: movie? Yeah.
1: Because I thought the latest Pixar movie was that elemental.
2: Well, that's coming out, but yeah. they also just released a trailer for a new one.
1: Oh, is it a trailer or a teaser? It's a teaser. Oh, okay. So it's probably only 30 seconds or a minute or something.
2: I think it's like a minute or two. Hmm. Oh, yeah, it's two minutes and nine seconds.
1: Wow. that's I hadn't even heard anything about that. When's it supposed to come out?
2: I don't remember if they had a date at the end of it, but probably 2024.
1: Okay. Sounds interesting. And you're sure it's a Pixar movie, not like a Disney?
2: It's on the Pixar YouTube channel. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Just checking.
1: <laughs> All right. My news this week is that Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget, what? <laughs> now has a release date. Yes, it's the follow-up to the movie Chicken Run.
2: I did not know about that. Chicken
1: Run, which came out in the year 2000. Now, 23 years later, (laughs) we have the next movie, which is actually called Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget. I guess it starts immediately after the first movie left off, and it is going to be released on Netflix on December 15th.
2: Oh, Netflix.
1: So, it'll be released around the holidays. I don't know if it'll have a holiday theme, the... I don't I don't really think so. But...
2: If you want a holiday theme, watch the Shaun the Sheep. <laughs> yeah, Christmas. yeah, the Shaun
1: the Sheep one. So, yeah, this will be another uh, another Aardman movie, Aardman Animations, and, yeah, looking forward to it. It has a few of the same voice actors, but I think the main ones have changed. <gasps> so. Oh, no. Yeah. That's horror.
2: That's not going to be too good. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see.
1: Anyway, I'm looking forward to it because I always enjoyed Chicken Run. I thought it was a great movie. It was a lot of fun, very silly, fun. Do you remember watching it?
2: Yeah, a bit of it. Was it the was end? It... Scared me a lot. I was so just gonna I, say I was it was scary. Most of it. Yeah. Except actually, I don't remember much of it because of how scary the end was. It traumatized <laughs> me.
1: Yeah, we should watch that again. We should we should watch that and review it. Yeah, a yeah, good movie to review. Well, Maybe we can't we do it can... without Linnea. Yeah. We could we could do it maybe closer to when the next one's released. So we could do another back to back.
2: Oh yeah, like we did for Across the Spider Verse. Yeah, yeah.
1: All right. Well that's our news for the week.
2: Now on to our main topic. Season three of The Mandalorian.
1: <laughs>
2: what is your opening thought, Dad?
1: My opening thought, you know, I kind of found this season pretty average and not that memorable
2: yeah is that sure. do you agree with that i think something funny that i've noticed i've barely heard people talking about the season yeah after the first season everyone was like attached to it i don't think i've heard anybody in real life talking about the third season like i don't even know if some people realize that it's out <laughs> yeah So when you say people, like your friends at school and stuff? Just like everybody in general. Everybody in general.
1: Okay. So yeah, it was released uh, March 1st of this year, 2023. There were eight episodes and they came out weekly, I believe, right? Because we watched them every week. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And there's something missing. It just didn't have that special quality to it.
2: It's not The Mandalorian
1: anymore. Well, yeah. Yeah, there's that too. So maybe we should just get into that. I guess maybe if the word Mandalorian is plural, (laughs) because the show kind of became about many Mandalorians. (laughs) Yeah. One in particular, Bo-Katan. But the whole group, and multiple groups, there's...
2: There's also that one random Republic guy who shows up and doesn't have any importance to the story.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're talking about kind of the episode within the episode? Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's (laughs) Yeah. It's completely useless.
1: So there's one episode in particular. Do you remember which one it was, Evan?
2: Oh yeah, that oh, one. Oh yeah,
1: it was it was the 3rd episode. Yeah. Yeah, the 3rd episode of the of the series. We follow we're following the Mandalorian and then suddenly there's like a jump cut and it's totally not the Mandalorian anymore. We're suddenly in a different part of the galaxy. We're, yeah, we're on Coruscant and we're following a doctor around who we met in the first episode. Of the first in, I, mean, season. I mean, in the first season, yeah. We yeah. met him in the first season. May, he may have been in one, maybe two episodes. He was there for like 10 minutes in total. And so now we're going back and we're following him, and then we're following a person who is working with, uh, I, I want to say one, Carlo Benizo, but <laughs> I can't remember his name. Yeah. The character's name. Uh, one of the bad guys. Yeah, so there, it's like this whole mini episode where it doesn't have anything to do with The Mandalorian. It's, it's just sort of giving us backstory for characters that, We saw in passing, and now five episodes down the line, I guess we need to know who this woman is so that what she does makes sense. And, I don't know, it just felt so out of place.
2: Yeah. It doesn't have anything to do with the story, really. It comes back maybe, like, three episodes later for maybe, I don't know, like a minute. Right. And then it's never mentioned again. And
1: what's weird is that the same thing happened with The Bad Batch this season. And Boba Fett. And, yeah. So, yeah, we haven't talked about The Bad Batch, but we'll have to do that. It
2: also happened with The Bad Batch last season a bit. Yeah,
1: too. but it's just, we were following The Bad Batch, and then suddenly we skipped to some totally different groups of people in faraway lands, and I'm thinking, what what is going on here? And I don't know. This like is, when this...
2: The Mandalorian hijacked Boba Fett show for two episodes. Right, Yeah. That felt more Mandalorian than the actual season those two episodes. <laughs> You're right. You're right
1: now. No, you are totally right about that. Yeah, that was like the Mandalorian 2.5. Yeah. Season 2.5. Or maybe that was actually season 3 and this is
2: 3.5. I, I would like to think that. The Boba Fett show is just the Mandalorian.
1: So so these are all done by Dave Filoni, right? Yeah. He's kind of the mastermind of all this stuff. And I kind of feel like... Whoever's in charge has maybe given him too much free reign. Yeah. Because it's like he wants to explore all these nooks and crannies, but he's putting these nooks and crannies into shows that just where they don't belong. Like if they want to do special outside episodes, maybe they should just make a series called Star Wars Random Characters Go on Missions. (laughs) I
2: think Dave Filoni started with the Clone Wars, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. So that show is basically just exploring another random plot with these characters for 3 episodes just and it does that for 5 seasons. Sure. I feel like that might be a bit of why he's like this. Okay. But like the Mandalorian started out great for him. Yeah. So it might also just be continuous work.
1: I know. Are we getting are we getting tired of Star Wars? Does it seem like there's too many shows now? Because I think we were talking about, you know, we still have the Bad Batch to talk about. We we mentioned in a previous episode how we still have to finish watching Andor.
2: It's like Marvel at this point. <laughs> yeah. They're, there's They're putting out so much stuff at such a fast rate. They ne- It needs to be like across the Spider-Verse where they wait for good stuff and then they put it out.
1: Time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Were there any standout episodes this season? I mean, things that you liked?
2: I kind of like the show's weird obsession with giant reptiles this season. (laughs) I think that was pretty cool. Yeah, when you have a secret covert,
1: you should really be careful where you place it. So that giant reptiles just don't walk right up to your door and, I think the, and eat in people. total
2: there are like three giant reptiles in this season. <laughs> and also I think like the first bad guy of the last season was also a giant reptile. Mm-hmm. So Mandalorian really likes giant reptiles.
1: If there's anything we've learned about the Star Wars universe is that there are a lot of giant reptiles.
2: Not even giant all the time either. There's just a lot of reptiles.
1: Okay, so the Mandalorian himself... What did you think about him this season?
2: He felt a lot more, I don't know. I would say distant, but I feel like being distant was what made him good in the first season. Mm-hmm. I felt he just wasn't really there enough. In the first season, we got to, like, see his character and what he is like and does. But in this season, it's more just, like, him with other people bringing out the other people and not himself.
1: Okay. Yep. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it felt like he was much more passive, like you say. In the first season, you know, he's a gunslinger. He's living by the skin of his teeth, but he's pretty savvy and he always gets through. And in this season, there's a whole bunch of times, you know, he gets caught by that spider-like creature and has to get saved by Bogaton. He takes a dip into the water and apparently... He falls down, but Bo-Katan can swim down and save him. I don't know why he couldn't do it. It almost seemed like the Bo-Katan show. And not that I don't like her. I think her character is fine. But yeah, it felt like our perspective of the show really switched.
2: Yeah. I feel like the only episode that we really spent just with the Mandalorian figuring out stuff is like maybe the one with Jack Black. (laughs) Oh, see, I'd totally forgotten
1: about that episode. Yeah, the guest star episode,
2: with, where Jack Black and Lizzo owned a civilization, mm-hmm. and they had robots, yeah, break, going into crazy mode.
1: Yeah, that was that was a totally forgettable episode for me.
2: I just remembered it because of Jack Black. The problem I have with Jack Black is that
1: when I see him, it's just Jack Black, yeah. dressed up. It, it's like it's hard for me to see him as a character.
2: Don't watch the Mario movie then. <laughs>
1: Well, we don't see him there. We just hear his voice, right?
2: Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but when you know it's Jack Black, all mm-hmm. you can hear is Jack it's Black. Jack Black, yeah. As somebody who's watched the first 30 minutes of the movie twice but never progressed any further. Oh, okay. Because that's school.
1: <laughs> so things that I liked about the season, I liked the pirate episode where the Mandalorian was flying around fighting the pirates. I thought that was good. There was a battle scene over... Bo-Katan's castle, where they're flying around. I thought that was a that was a good tenth battle scene. I enjoyed that. Uh, I enjoyed that they actually had to retreat a few times. Yeah, because that you don't see that happen often. Usually, it's always fight to the death and we win. But I I did like how they had to retreat and show that they were you know fallible outmatched. or yeah outmatched yeah. So that was good. I enjoyed that. I always liked the armorer. I think. She does a good job. Yeah, I like the I like the little bits with with uh, with Amy Sedaris. I can't remember her character, but she's the the mechanic that he always goes to. It's always fun to see her. Oh, I guess uh, I don't know. Spoilers. I mean, I guess we're talking about stuff. I, I I did like it when when Grogu was piloting the robot, the IG robot. No, no, <laughs> no. Yes. no, no, yes. That was no. very funny. And sorry if that spoiled it for people, but yeah, that that was that was good. It I like that it allowed Grogu to communicate and that, that was a very that was very funny.
2: He does know how to communicate. He's just choosing to not learn. Well
1: he yeah, he can do it through mind force or whatever, but but yeah, that that gave him a tangible way to say yes and no. And it was very funny. <laughs> so yeah, that was a good moment. What'd you think of the whole Dark saber setup and who gets to own it and whatnot.
2: I mean, I've watched basically every show that has the dark saber from like Rebels and Clone Wars in this, and I feel like if you watch all of those, then it makes more sense. Oh,
1: okay. So it's not just a cop out because it—it seems like there is this whole big thing about it. you have to earn it in battle, and you know, then it's like oh well, you know, she saved me, so it, it's hers. Yeah, no, that's just the Mandalorian
2: making up rules. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I've watched Darth Maul have to fight to get it. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Okay. And then he fought Darth Sidious with it.
1: So that so it didn't bother you? Yeah. So spoilers again, I guess. We're just going to be a spoiler episode. Um, so when it gets destroyed, what, what did that, what did you feel? Did you feel anything?
2: Oh, yeah, it got destroyed. I felt confused, like they kind of retconned the entire stories. I think that's why I forgot it, because it just didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. And I feel like next season they're going to find out, like, oh, I, t- I took the Kuiper crystal out of the Darksaber and rebuilt it. Oh, so you think they'll rebuild it? That sounds like something that they would do, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, if it's if it's about him, you know, the Mandalorian, and it's hers now... You know he wouldn't we wouldn't be following it anymore, so I guess I was kind of surprised that they would destroy it I don't know i, I was I was just wondering your your thoughts about it i just i guess I found it kind of surprising that yeah. they would that they would have this artifact that they've you know talked up and talked up and oh it's so great and and then oh boop, oh, it's gone
2: I just don't think about it. Is that basically everything we have to say everything
1: we have to say, yeah,
2: um, start rating it.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, like I said, this can just be a short episode, yeah. We're...
2: I'm just gonna give it a 5 out of 10. Okay. It's average. I feel like they could have done a lot better. The music wasn't really noticeable, except for all the old music that they had from previous seasons. Sure, sure. And, yeah, in the end, there's just not much that makes this season go above average.
1: Okay, yeah. I'm pretty much gonna agree with you. I might give it a five and a half. Just because of those few scenes I liked, you know that I mentioned. But yeah, overall, very average, pretty forgettable, and the and the strange you know, jump episodes where we're following different people. I just, I don't know. It just, it didn't have the magic of the first season that it did. So, yeah. Okay. So I think we're both pretty much agreed.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, there we go. That's our uh, wrap up of season three of The Mandalorian. Now let's move on to...
2: Fortune cookies. All right,
1: my fortune this week is giving will make you smile.
2: Mine is force equals too much. Effort equals too little. Little. Being equals enough.
1: Sounds like a Yoda quote.
2: Mm, equals too. Force equals too much. Effort equals too little. Being equals enough.
1: All right, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to do the sign-off this week? You can do it. I can do it. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's episode of Lunchbox Reaction. We hope you found it somewhat interesting, us ranting about <laughs> season three of The Mandalorian. Sounds like we both thought it was pretty average. Yep. But uh, drop us a line. Tell us what you thought of it if you watched it. And If you
2: uh, have any ter- opinions that either think this is amazing or terrible.
1: Yeah. Yeah, let us know. We always love to hear from you. Uh, you can find us online at lunchboxreaction.net. Uh, drop us an email there. You can find us in all the various podcast download areas, places, web- websites. <laughs> Just go to the
2: store, download the podcast.
1: You know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're at your We're...
2: local Cub Foods.
1: <laughs> we are? Are they doing podcasts now?
2: Available at probably our local gas station, too. Okay,
1: nice, nice. Thank you for listening, everyone. My name is Brian. I'm Evan. And we'll see you next week
2: at at the the Lunch lunch Table. table.
0: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from.